Good afternoon. We are having coffee with Preeti Khare. This is Voice Plug and your host Genevieve and we'll be talking with her uh, in a candid interview. Let's begin first uh, by giving a little introduction about her. From being a finalist for Glad Rags from Bhopal to being an entrepreneur and now a very active environmentalist, uh, she is the brand ambassador i would like to say for the swachh bharat abhiyan and she's also been doing uh, marathons and been very active uh, with a lot of other causes and we'd like to hear from her her side of the story of how it all started how did she think about going and being out there voicing out her opinions about the environment and the other things that she is doing very actively right now with the pandemic there's a lot of things that she is doing with her recent ngo so let's ask her about it uh, preeti hello we've known each other for a long time yeah. i know a lot about her but yes for the for the people we would like you to share hello genevieve and hello everyone who is listening me here uh yes i am preeti khare and janvi we just missed my um, qualification <laughs> i am <Yes>. so sorry <laughs> so because i must tell you no uh, as you asked me from where it all started so yes. we should start uh, we must start from the from the you know technical qualification from where i started all of my journey so basically i am a btech uh, i have done my engineering from russia and uh, i lived in russia i worked in russia then i came back to my own country and then all the introduction genevieve has already given uh, right now yes uh, i am working uh, to save environment the word environment if we talk so uh, we, we we generally think uh, environment is just protecting trees is just planting trees uh, or it's just saving water but no uh, environment is a very very vast subject you know environment uh, comes whenever you buy anything kind of you buy a pair of jeans environment comes in you uh, purchase an extra sari environment comes in you satisfy your kids to buy extra toys again environment comes in you waste food again environment comes in so you know it's a very vast topic so uh, how, how it all started it started uh, by seeing all these you know when i uh, when i saw people not respecting the nature not respecting the Mm, uh, like uh, things coming out from the nature mm, uh, so this whole idea comes in my mind that no we should this is all a give and take thing you know uh, if nature is giving you so many things so here comes your responsibility to give back to the nature where we all are lacking okay i would also like to share that she is now uh, recently acquired some a piece of land which she is uh, herself tilling i am sure and uh, she is into farming and a little bit of a, uh, i wouldn't say kitchen garden but i am sure quite 
big uh, area which he is uh, cultivating and taking care of so could you could you tell us something about that uh yeah like uh, there's a there's a, there's an area in bhopal uh, called ratibad uh, ratibad is uh, a place where uh, there's a lack of uh, like people are really facing uh, scarcity of water yes uh, when we purchased this land so we heard a lot of stories about you know scarcity of water and uh, they are losing so much of uh, money or time just because of less water then we started talking to all the farmers uh, and until that time we had given our land to someone to you know cultivate a traditional farming kind of a thing but when we started talking to the farmers uh, that why don't you do you know like we started giving them some ideas uh, to save water or to um, maintain the ground level water uh, then we thought no like just uh, telling them just you know guiding them will not work so much uh, then we decided to cultivate our uh, and develop our farm by ourselves then we showed them that see this is how you can um, recharge your bore uh, recharge your ground level water and gradually like it's been 5 or 6 years we are doing this and now uh, in the nearby area all uh, all the farmers uh, who convinced with us they also started the same thing uh, started recharging their ground level water then uh, gradually we uh, like we educated them uh, what about organic farming yes uh, yes we started educating them about organic farming we started showing them lot of videos lot of information we started giving them and they also like the idea of course it was not you know because because they all are doing it commercially commercial yes. farming so for them it was uh, not very fruitful and it was not very beneficial for them to go for 100% organic farming but yes now at least people know about organic farming uh, they do uh, grow uh, their vegetables and fruits in a small area at least for themselves and for their families organically Okay. Uh, so I'm sure in your kitchen also now you aren't purchasing anything and most of your vegetables are from home. Most of yes yes. Yes, I I I would also uh, resonate that because at my place also my dad is into uh, organic farming and uh, he's he's also uh, taken up a plot where he does this and he also uh, you know distributes it in our uh, community and uh, he does it very lovingly. So uh, do you also have a green thumb like my dad? Yes. <laughs> uh what all have you grown at your farm? Like we have all kind of vegetable seasonal vegetables then we have some some fruit trees there and then we have like uh, seasonal crops uh, uh, kharif and ravi we grow everything. Okay. During the pandemic everyone was talking about mental health and stuff like you know there should be a getaway to get away from the mundane uh, lifestyle that we are leading now cooped up in our homes so how is it different for you this entire pandemic what have you been doing see uh, it was really difficult for everyone uh, it's it, it's not in my city my state my country it was like difficult for everyone in the world yes uh, during first pandemic as uh, we were not able to understand the uh, like the seriousness of that virus yes uh, so that time uh, when it was the pandemic and all of a sudden government also declared that from tomorrow it will be lockdown 
and uh, everybody everyone knows the consequences of it that exactly. uh, so many labor stuck in different cities yeah. they were traveling by by walk they were walking to their villages back to their villages and all yes so uh, that time it it made me really upset uh, when i was uh, seeing all these pictures on um, facebook or whatsapp or even in newspapers Preeti, so let, let me just uh, add to everyone that you know uh, i've seen her being being i've seen her so many years with friends and i've all these years that i've noticed i've seen she is a very empathetic person and this i'm sure led you to something greater because i saw a lot of pictures of you um uh, and 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 people covering your story about you uh, you know taking a uh, food packets to the people and uh, providing a lot of uh, health care so could you tell us a little bit about that how was it challenging for you because uh, during the pandemic i'm sure a lot of people were a little wary about taking food packets from people but how did you kind of uh, strike uh, you know conversation with them no, and get actually, them to believe actually the people whom we were distributing food they were uh, not bothered from where it is coming because they uh-huh. were they were hungry enough to you know they they were waiting for the food because once a day or uh, uh, in 24 hours once they were getting the meal yes. so they were more concerned about their hunger rather than uh, hygiene or virus or anything else yes uh, this was like my experience yes. so like uh, suddenly what happened like uh, as um, like we got some information from our local uh, police station yes. uh, that there are few uh, laborers who are stuck in some building and uh, the building owner or the builder of that um, area is uh, it belongs to gujarat and he flew back to gujarat because of this pandemic okay. and these laborers are are left you know hungry empty without money without anything so we thought like me sitting in at my place I, we started talking in my family that why why can't we you know feed these uh, few families yes so we were informed that there are around like 20 to 30 people So we thought, okay, fine. For thirty to forty people, we can always manage uh, food, and so we started I, cooking at our own place. So I think the entire family got into it. Your yes. sister, <laughs> yeah. you, your my brother, brother, your brother, my brother, sister, and all. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone. Yes. yeah. And then gradually, from twenty to thirty pe- uh, people, uh, this figure increased to two hundred to two fifty people. Uh, yes. So we were uh, cooking for around two fifty people. uh every day and then we used to take carry it in our car and we used to distribute we used to give them in their own utensils as like uh, uh i was again against that you know packets or yeah. polythenes and okay. this thing so we we did not pack anything any, in in any packets or in any foils or anything we used to carry big uh, utensils big containers with us in the okay. car okay. and we used to give them in their own utensils and um, and and like th- there was an incident happened uh, when a lady came to me and a small kid came to me huh. and he asked me aunty ab aap dobara kab aaoge humko khana dene so we said see we distribute oh, once a day huh. so he said oh fir mujhe kal tak bhooke rehna padega aaj ke khane ke oh, baad then we realized that oh, they are getting meal only once a day then of course uh, we started talking we we uh, tried to catch hold of these builders and these you know contractors i think 
you doubled it when when you started doing this i saw one fb uh, post which was an uh, which was in all appreciation towards you a family a, a person from a family he uh, made a video saying that i would like to specially make this video to thank preeti that you know she made us realize that there are so many people going hungry so me and my family have also started to distribute so yes. i think uh, what you did was kind of duplicating yes. itself and people were feeling the need to do something like this right. so i think uh, what you started was a was a catalyst movement which was uh, really required at that point of time and now also uh, still you're doing so much with your uh, vaccination and awareness that you're putting you held uh, i think couple of camps two three camps uh, for your vaccination of people of different age groups so are you going to also take care of now the coming uh, next that is uh, they say the third wave we're looking at children being vaccinated are you going to be involved in that as well of course why not we want to keep our people safe healthy and uh, you know so if if uh, it, like if, if my services are, are required in that field so of course why not i'm always ready for that and also uh, you've uh, garnered a lot of support from the people who you know in russia and you've also got uh, equipment for people for life support and stuff like that am i yes, right yes am you I are right? absolutely right we we are we are a group of uh, indians uh, who live in russia uh, not only in russia like it is a group of uh, our old students who are now settled in different countries okay. in us uk uh canada and of course in russia also yes. so when we had a uh, lot of scarcity and lot of you know uh, like oxygen uh, scarcity was there in the country then this group of indians uh, uh, thought of uh, sending um, oxygen concentrators to india and they chose around uh, 15 to 20 people in india like who, who were doing uh, some social work from last many years uh, they sent um, around 80 to 90 concentrators for what for which like they all contributed their own money and even right now i also have two concentrators which i got from Mo- moscow and which was donated to my ngo uh, by the students like by the seniors my seniors wow. um, living That in russia that is quite a movement right because uh, from the concept itself i'm also part of your group and uh, i see a lot of other activities that you do to engage youngsters uh, you've organized uh, drawing competitions to boost up the moral of the children because we uh, see in the pandemic the most affected are the children and uh, their mental health and their well-being Uh, all come into uh, you know a scuttle when they see themselves uh, in between hospital and uh, home parents sick grandparents ill uh, all around them there is so much of unrest and then schools are not functioning as they would normally the new normal uh, how have you adjusted to the new normal in in your own family and how do you uh, suggest people should adjust to this new normal this would be my last question to you so please be as generous as you can with your inputs because i'm sure everyone can learn a lot from you because your life uh, the way you live it i say you live it very exemplary life and, and uh, whatever you do has been influential not only 
for your close friends one one of them is me uh, but also to people who quite quite many people who don't know you but getting to know you and uh, trying to imbibe the you know the the way of life that you have chosen for yourself see if we talk about new normal so uh, this pandemic and this covid has really taught us many things and uh, uh, of course like uh, right from a small kid who is just maybe 6 months or or an year old wearing a mask moving outside while moving outside or uh, if we talk about even a grandmother of in in her 80s wearing a mask yes. so you know uh, this is not easy for for us this is not easy yes. for human beings yes i'm not talking about us means we indians for all of us yes. and then uh, re- restrict ourselves to uh, home or to a very specific place uh, for long yes so but still i would like to say that you know life is really very beautiful Uh, whatever the way it comes so right now in during pand- pandemic it has come life has come in this way so we should accept it and uh, we should uh, live a you know happy life and we should not feel uh, depressive or we should should not feel bad or we should not feel you know kind of we should not have any kind of a bad feeling in our mind that oh when the normal days will come no these are the normal days any day which you are living from morning till evening it is a normal day so and family definitely uh, is the most important the glue that puts it all together and keeps everything going kahenge hindi mein ki wohi hai hamare paye jisse ki hamari jo life ki gaadi aage jaati hai and uh, looking at your life your family i think is your greatest strength so i think for my side i would like to say for everyone who's listening to us is that you should keep them as the people to fall back on the core uh, your core uh, support i would say for anything so uh, thank you preeti for all uh, the time that you've given to us and we'll be looking forward to talking to you again with yet another thing that you add to your milestones in your life so uh, thank you so much for giving us i know you're a busy person thanks so much for thank you thank you chenlift and thank you everyone who's listening me here thank uh, you so i'll much. be back again with you next time with the voice club another exciting guest with us thank you so much everyone